Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Food Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so happy to have you guys here today. And this is episode 65. And we are going to chat about um, being a vegan eater and vegan overall in a family that is not with my friend Stephanie. And I'm super excited to have her here. Her and I have done a lot of stuff together. Um, and I'm going to let Stephanie introduce herself. Welcome, Stephanie. Hi, Sophia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I am a meal planning expert and I specialize in plant-based eating and families with mixed dietary needs, as we're going to talk about today. And I'm also the founder of Batch Cooking Club, which is a weekly uh, vegan meal prep membership that provides meal plans and prep plans with recipes to get dinner on the table easier. And I also have a couple of children's picture books. I love to write. And so I've got not a nugget and not a purse. And of course, I'm a mama got three kids a little bit older than yours, Sophia. Um, but I've got a 17, 15 and 12 year old. Yes. Um, and it's so awesome because we have such a great, um, Stephanie and I do a lot of things together when it comes to kids. And if you're listening, um, I'm trying to remember when this is going to come out, but we have a series of classes together we're doing um, with about plant-based parents. So it's awesome that Stephanie has the older kids and I have kind of a little bit younger. So we have the span of ages to share all that we know about it. Yes, I love it. It's such a great, a great balance. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So basically today, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about a subject I think that I get a lot of questions about as well, about if you eat a certain way, whether it's, you know, it really can, go with anything if it's vegan or maybe gluten-free or you know maybe you're plant-based um and then your family is completely not how we manage that in uh in a household really you're living with people and it's one thing to have like friends and go out and it's another thing to spend 24 7 your time especially after this last year um with people that are kind of on a different you know spectrum than you so um stephanie why don't we talk first why don't you just introduce a little bit about like the eating habits in your family first so people can have a little bit of a groundwork? Yeah, so okay, so I have been vegan for 11 years. So when my youngest, who's now 12, was one, so um, and all of my kids are about three years apart, so you can do the math there. Um, and when I went vegan, the rest of my family did not join me, and I had a one year old at the time. Um, a four-year-old and a six-and-a-half-year-old, right? So everyone's kind of used to eating, except for the baby, is used to eating regular, you know, dairy and meat and all of that. My husband over, and my husband was eating everything. Over the course of my time as vegan, I'd say it's been about five, about five years, six years into me being vegan, my oldest daughter, who's now 17, so when she was about 12, went vegetarian. And the rest, so basically we've got a vegan, a vegetarian, and three others who eat everything. Um, but I will say 
over that time, my husband has gone very, um, pretty much eats plant-based at, well, I definitely eat mostly plant-based at home. Everybody eats mostly plant-based at home because I'm doing all the cooking and meal planning, but outside the home, um, he often chooses beyond burgers and not, he's not eating beef and stuff like that. So my two other kids, they eat everything. And I, um, we've talked about this before, Sophia, I try to, um, not force my lifestyle on them. Um, that was something I learned really early on, but to get, just educate and give them awareness of what they're eating and why I make the choice that I do and make them conscious of the choice they're making. And so when they're outside the home, they can eat whatever they want. And also in the home, like I do meal planning with, I include my whole family with the meal planning. And, um, specifically right now, my 15 year old really taken an interest in wanting to meal prep with me. And so she eats meat and dairy. And so when we're planning meals in the grocery list, you know, she's giving me what she needs. And so we'll go to the store buy what she needs, but she's preparing it. So kind of a long answer to your question, but all that to say, we've got a mix of eaters. And the way I approach what we eat is because I do all the meal planning and prep and the cooking for the most part, I give my, my, my husband has one night a week that he's in charge, which usually ends up being something that I plan for him. Um, but it's a plant-based centered meal that I then adapt to work for everyone else. And we can talk about that more. Yes, totally. So as far as like when you, that transition for you, um, did your, uh, the kids, were kind of younger but like how did that go with you know with your family kind of were they accepting did it take a while did they ask questions or how was that transition yeah so we were actually on vacation the weekend that I and I went vegan overnight which I don't recommend (laughs) um especially when you have no support group it was a little bit brutal at the beginning but I was very compelled we were away on vacation I was in the middle of kind of um I don't want to, it wasn't a crisis, but just a, a, a few months of feeling like, oh, I don't feel good in my body. And I wanted to make a change. I had been vegetarian for five years before and had a three year hiatus of eating going omnivore again. And so I was kind of thinking like, huh, let me think about, you know, what I'm eating and why am I feeling like this? And my sister was reading The Kind Diet by Alicia Silverstone. And so that is what was the catalyst for me that and I was nursing it was literally my son was starting to wean and as I was reading that book I became she has does a lot on dairy farming in that book and I just connected with mama cow and it was an overnight decision and I remember finishing that book and coming into the living room of whatever the little condo we were staying at and saying to my family I'm vegan now I'm not eating and they you know I had been vegetarian five for five years three I mean they were still young because this was a three, three years before the, my, my babies were babies. Um, so they didn't really understand what that meant, but they heard, I said, I'm not going to eat that cheese pizza that we're having for dinner. And, and my girls were like, like crying almost like, what's wrong, mom? What's wrong? Why won't you eat the pizza? (laughs) And my, and so it was like this very alarmist. My husband was, when he heard me explain and lay it out, he was very supportive and admired the decision, but he's like, there's no way I have the discipline to do this. And I was heartbroken. I was like, wait, how can you hear the same information and not be compelled in the same way that I am? And I really had to work on compassion for my family. I mean, here and myself too, because I, you know, at the beginning, some 
some people can probably relate. Like I had that complex of having to be a perfect vegan. Thank goodness I've slashed that word perfect from my vocabulary in many areas of my life. At the beginning, I was really putting a lot of pressure and it caused tension. So to answer your question, at the beginning, my husband was supportive. Everybody was supportive. My external family members were a little judgy, like, oh, how are you going to get your protein? All those questions that we get as, as plant-based eaters, vegans. Um, but there was a struggle that ensued in the house because I immediately was like, well, we're not eating, ve we're only eating vegan here. And I was throwing out food. I, uh, one thing I insisted upon was no dairy milk in the house um, because I had just read this book and I was nursing, you know, my son was weaning and I was like, and so my husband, to his credit, was very understanding and open about it and was like, you do the research, do the nutrition, get the nutrition information, find out. I just want to make sure the kids are getting what they need. And so, of course, as we all know, you can definitely get what you need from other uh, non-dairy milk. So I did that work and then it became a process of figuring out how to navigate meals because meals became very stressful and overwhelming fast. And I was carrying this resentment of like, why aren't they joining me? Even though everyone was supportive, there was a lot of judging going on by me <laughs> and lecturing, right? Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then I can kind of tell you if you want me to continue about how I kind of transitioned into a more compassionate <laughs> way of life where everybody got their needs met. Yeah, no, I would, um, I, I think that would be awesome. Like I, because it sounds to me like your transition had to do, came from an ethical place versus a nutrition based uh, place. Yes. And that, um, that's, I think harder personally, I would feel cause I, our, our diet changes came from a health nutrition space. Um, that's why we mostly switched our diet for my husband's health. So I have a very different experience with that because when it comes to, you know, the doctor telling, you know, my husband, this is what's going to help you. It's very pretty black and white, you know, like this helps, this doesn't. But when it comes to viewpoints and ethics, there's so many different people's opinions and views. And that makes it harder, I think, to understand when it comes to a family that, like you said, you couldn't understand why they didn't think the same way as you. Exactly. It was you're 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 right. I didn't have like science or facts, right, that I could go back to and say, well, this is why we I mean, I could talk to all of the the benefits, you know, of it. But you're right, it, it did, it did pose a challenge, especially with little ones, because I couldn't tell them about the atrocities of dairy farmer, I wasn't going to talk about mama cow being, you know, raped right. and her baby taken away from her. I mean, I wasn't that's not appropriate at that age. Um, totally. It wasn't for, for me and my family. So it was really hard to explain like, well, mom's going to eat this way, you know, and but, you know, not force it upon them. So it was a struggle. And we had to set up some great ground rules, um, which is what we did right away. It was and it's one, one of the things I recommend to plant to families, if there are mixed eaters in the house is to have like a big family meeting and ha set up like basically, you know, expectations and ground rules and talk about what people are comfortable with and what's okay and what's not okay and give everyone a chance to talk about and have a voice in the conversation. Um, so it's not because what I was doing was I was just dictating and that's not 
inclusive <laughs> or fun. You know, that doesn't feel fun to anybody, especially around food, which is something that my family loves food and we're, we love, uh, you know, so many, so many celebrations in my house, everything's around food. You know, I know you can relate to that too. And so it was mm -hmm. becoming a real, you know, emotional mental health issue, to be quite honest, um, where it, it wasn't doing anybody any good. So, um, so yeah, so we, that was the first step. We set up some ground rules immediately soon after going vegan. You know, I was, I was doing it all. I was making meals for me and meals for them and exhausted, overwhelmed. Um, I remember my family's Jewish and it was Friday Shabbat. So I always do, it's like a, you know, a, a dinner that we do together and just kind of, you know, settle in together before the, the weekend begins and say goodbye to the week. And I would always make, you know, a special dinner, usually what involved a roast chicken. And I remember, you know, I still continued doing my routine. And I remember washing the chicken in the sink and just bawling and hysterically crying, saying, I can't do this anymore. And again, my husband, to his credit, was like, then you're, you don't need to do that anymore. If we want chicken, we'll make chicken. And that kind of started the beginning of our conversation of setting up like the ground rules. And so it became this like, okay, we're going to have a plant centered meal. And then, um, and which is what, uh, what I do a lot, even to this day, I have a couple strategies, but one is a plant centered meal, but there might be two proteins, right? And so I'll cook the plant protein for me and my oldest. And then if the others want uh, plant, uh, non-protein, non, uh, non-plant protein, my husband will make that. And so we had, that was one of our ground rules. We don't yuck each other's yum. So I couldn't sit and glare at them. You know, if my son was having a regular burger, I couldn't glare at him and tell him and lecture him. Like I had to respect that choice. Um, we, another ground rule was really honoring our food and being conscious of what we were eating. You know, a lot of, you know, my son, doesn't eat bacon anymore. It's so fun how he, my youngest, how they associate different things. It's like the bacon he realizes comes from the pig. So he doesn't want to eat that, but he'll have an occasional hot dog. So it's like, there's, although that's a beef hot dog because it's kosher, but anyways, there's, it's interesting how he has figured some things out and is still connecting the dots, but there, you know, there was no yucking each other's yums, which I know is a little thing we say as moms, a lot of moms say that, and it goes both ways. It was basically focused on me versus them. We had, we had separate pans and pots for vegan foods versus non-vegan foods and separate sponges in the sink, you know, things that I wasn't comfortable with. We talked about like, you know, when we go out, how do we feel? When we're planning dinners, how does everyone want to feel included? How, you know, and so we really broke it down and, and talked about what made sense for everybody. So everyone felt honored, seen, heard, and I wasn't making, most importantly, I wasn't making two different meals anymore and stressing myself out and my mental health got much better and my stress level got much better. So that was the beginning of uh, a new, I would say dynamic of balancing our different diets in the house. That's excellent. I love the idea of having the ground rules and the truth of the matter is, I mean, and you know, some people listening to this may not agree. And um, I've seen this a lot in posts like online when we talk about um, like I just saw one the other day, someone, a friend of mine posted that there's Taco Bell has a new um, option that is veg you can make it like it uses like vegan meat and you can make it fully vegan by taking a sauce out or whatever. Um, and mm -hmm. people commented on her post like, um, 
I don't care. I'm not supporting any company that has animal products at all. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's, this is kind of the same idea, what you're saying, like respect each other. And some people may say, well, how can you respect somebody that, you know, you can say murders animals? Fine. (laughs) I personally don't see it that way. I think everyone has different views. Like, am I, do I believe in the factory farms that abuse animals? Absolutely not. Um, But I think that is part of a different issue, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that issue has more to do with the bigger, the more, the better. It's an issue in our country that, that goes with everything. And yes, as a result, when it comes to food, it does result in abuse of animals. But that is a a, a value and an issue that is a much bigger problem in our country. It has not necessarily just has to do with animal abuse. Um, but I eat eggs because I have a friend who brings me eggs sometimes because she has chickens in her backyard. Do I think that's a problem? No, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. My husband has to be careful because he has health issues, but eggs don't affect me health wise. So when my friend has chickens in her backyard, that lay eggs and she brings them to me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, am I going to eat eggs if I know from a company I know that abuses their chickens? No, I'm not. But I think that that's, there's a difference. And so it's important that people start to take a step back with their hardcore extremist views. And remember that we, like you said, we, we live in a world with other people. And if the idea is to eat more plants and to have more plant centered meals, which personally, I feel like the entire world would be much better off eating more plant centered meals for health reasons, a hundred percent, because you know that our biggest, you know, chronic health conditions in our country can a hundred percent be helped by a better diet. Um, And it'll also in turn help like what you talked about, like the animal farming, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just a bigger thing. Like you said, like we live your small family that you did this. That's how we need to live in our world. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I have seen the negative comments, you know, from, I know my, my position is not what every vegan uh, mom feels. Um, and I respect that you, you have to do what's best for your family. And I tried being the tyrant and it wasn't, it wasn't helping anybody. And I have to be honest, it was turning people off for me and my vegan message and my, right. I have found much more, I, I, I host parties. I, and the cook, you know, of our, my circle, and I am constantly sharing the joy of vegan food. And it's, and it's a positive thing. People ask me about it. Well, how can I start? What are some ways I can do this? And it's like you said, it's adding more plants. And it doesn't mean that it's all or nothing. And I think that that militant view can be dangerous and harm more harm than it's good. I, I know their hearts in the right place. But isn't the goal, like you said, we live with other people, we want to find a harmonious way to respect everybody. And um, also remind myself, like, you know, I was uh, 26, 27, when I went uh, vegetarian. So that's a lot of years of my life that I was eating meat. Was I a bad person? No, right? It's like I, at that point in my life, I wasn't aware or whatever, I made different choices. Doesn't mean I, have, I, I think that there's that idea too. like, just because people eat 
animals doesn't make them bad people. You know, we're all evolving and on a different journey. And what I found in my little microcosm here with my family was a way to respect everybody. And, you know, I know my kids are being exposed to the lifestyle in a positive way. So they're not going to revolt, you know, they're going to like my oldest is, is proof. She went vegetarian on her own. That was her choice. I didn't push that on her. Um, and I don't know if I had been pushing where we'd be, to be quite honest, as she's about to go away to college. So um, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Sophia. And I say kudos to the companies who are not plant-based but are adding plant-based because we appreciate, I personally appreciate that. My whole family can get something, you know, if we're on the road or whatever at the Taco Bell. <laughs> no, totally. And that's the thing is that people think, well, it, it, if you take a step back and think about human nature, humans by nature, when you're forced and told to do something, our first instinct is to say no. That mm. is just human nature. Like, because we are meant to like, make decisions that are best for us. And when someone comes up to you and says, you're not doing this anymore. It's like, um, no, actually, <laughs> I'm in charge of myself, and I will make that decision. And the truth of the matter is, change will not happen unless it comes from within. And that is something that is a proven situation. Like it's just not, mm -hmm. I don't care if you're an alcoholic. I don't care if you're, you know, a meat eater. I don't care if you, whatever, whatever it is that you do, you, you, you know, working out every aspect of life, unless you inside make the decision to change, you're not going to change mm -hmm. long-term, you may change short-term. So when it comes to, like you said, the foods, like your daughter, like, being the tyrant isn't going to help. It's actually might push them the other direction and taking a step back and educating and showing leading by example may let people open up and say, Hmm, this is an interesting thought. And this might be, you know, like it's just more, it's more long-term. And I guess you and I are on the train of like long-term change versus short-term change. And that's why mm -hmm. I believe that it's great that all these companies are coming out with things. Um, and also, it's very, it's very elitist to say that you're never going to support a company that, that is involved in animal products, because the companies that are like, purely vegan, whatever, they're often extremely expensive. And mm -hmm. a lot of people cannot afford that. And that's classist to say that Taco Bell, um, you know, all these fat foods, fast food places that a lot of people in our socio lower socioeconomic areas have access to. Why should they not have access to to vegan choices? Why? Right. Why? You know, like why should they not? Like why should we boycott these companies that are giving options to communities that perhaps don't have the access that others do? Mm -hmm. I so, agree. I yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation, but it's like, it's true. It's like, and you see, you're the, you, you know, you're the perfect example. You've seen your family throughout the years make their own decisions. Yeah. And I, and everyone's had their own, you know, transformations with, you know, what they're eating. And I think that's like, what's really been beautiful for me to see. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm taking the credit, but I'm saying that I think my, I recognize that I, my first approach was not healthy and working for my family. And when I shifted gears, it's, it's became, it became, you know, the dinner table, number one became 
happy and healthy again. And my family became more aware of what they were eating and not just, you know, you know, plant versus not plant or animal, but like, you know, where you having an appreciation and gratitude for where food comes from, like, you know, that hamburger, that plant burger, whatever, just, just, just get there, right? There's, or, you know, there's farmers who are doing their part, and then it goes to the grocery store. And then, you know, just from the holistic point of like, appreciating food in a different way. And I think that's what I've tried to get my kids to see is to be aware of because of, even like we're even where we're talking about, you know, vegan foods that are processed aren't necessarily healthy. So really having an awareness of like, what, what are good whole foods? What's the best for our body? And how do you feel like, you know, I have, I know vegetarians who eat eggs, or they eat, I am can't think of it, I'm trying to think of a better example, but like, they're, they can't go vegan because of a health, there's something with health they're not getting from the vegan diet, and they need the eggs or whatever it is. And I, I say, like, great, anything you're doing to help animals, you know, eat less, eat less animals and more plants is going to help everybody. And but you have to honor your body, like, you have to eat what works for your body and what feels good to your body. So I'll get off my soapbox there, but all, <laughs> I guess that that's, I just feel really strongly. Like it's a lot of like education and awareness too. Um, that's part of this. And it's, it, you know, even though I went ethics for vegans for the ethics, there, there's so much more to that conversation. <laughs> well, and the truth of the matter is that, you know, like you said, like eating more plants is healthy for most people. Um, I have to say, I do know, one specific example of a friend who has a son who is very um, protein meat centered. And he, it's actually crazy to see um, this child like eat grains and some plants uh, versus mostly a meat centered diet. It's he's a whole different child. And it's a legit, it's a, there's a legit difference. And that's the way his body's built as crazy as that sounds. I know, you know, you'd never think that that mm -hmm. would be healthy for him. Um, but most people, the more plants you eat, the better. And if we are leading by example and teaching and allowing people to experience how much better they feel when they do have more plants into their diet, in turn, they're buying less animal products. And then in turn, the demand is lower. And then in turn, when the demand is lower, these companies that are spending money and jamming animals into things to make more and more, they're not going to be able mm -hmm. to sustain that because the demand is gone. So going back, like my mom, my mom grew up in a small village in Greece. They like, like most cultures, actually meat was only eaten in a, for special occasions because it was expensive. So mm -hmm. most country cultures, you know, traditionally in this world were very plant centered and meat came in and certain celebrations and, and, you know, whenever people could afford it. So my mom was extremely poor growing up. Um, like poor to the point where she didn't know she was going to have food every day, like that kind of poor. So when, you know, it came, you know, they had chickens, they had um, lamb, they had all those things and, and they would get a lamb every spring and then they would raise it for the year. And then that became their Easter feast. And it sounds crazy to, to say that, but that's the way my mom grew up and mm -hmm. that's the tradition and that's what it was. And, and it, you know, how can someone say that your culture is wrong? You know, right. like 
it's one thing when it comes to big corporations making money out of animal abuse. And it's another thing when it comes to cultural norms and, and things like that. So I think that to make the blanket statement of, you know, any company that has anything to do with animals is wrong is it's just, it's a very elitist, it's very classist and it's not taking account, you know, cultural norms around the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but like you said, I, people will slowly start to experience and it's a trickle effect with right. you know, what we do yeah. and how we lead. Absolutely. Um, but it's the same actually for my family as well. You know, I, we don't push anything on our kids when we go out, they order what they want. And I personally having to deal with my own, um, physical issues with my gluten in my body. And when I go out, my number one issue is gluten. I mm-hmm. am, you know, I eat more animal products when I go out because I sometimes have to pick, make a choice. And I feel better when I 100% do not eat the gluten and I can't anymore or else I get super sick. So, mm-hmm. um, whereas my husband is the opposite, like he, you know, if he, he'll eat, it's the dairy for him that kind of creeps in more often than not, and he can feel it. So he lays off when he feels it. And it's important for us to worry about ourselves as well. And, you know, I'm I'm just really happy for your family that you figured it out because your mental health is really important. Yeah. And I, I think too, like the way I've come to approach meals, it's, it, it was so challenging at the beginning, right? Because I think the standard American diet is so different from the plant-based diet where, and, and a lot of times I, when people learn that I'm vegan, they're like, Oh my gosh, how do you do it? What do you eat? And I laugh because it's it's this perception of it's so restrictive, but there's actually, we got to just change that and think of all the things you can eat. And the standard American diet is so like meat, potatoes, vegetable, right? It's a very different way of looking at like a plant centric plate. Um, and when you shift that mindset, for me, that became, you know, and it didn't come overnight, especially as a new vegan trying to navigate how, you know, if that's the diet you grew up with, of how do you, you swap that. And so really, for my family, we've been able, you know, like I was saying, I have a few strategies and tips now of like, how to put the plants focus in the center in the main meal, and your sides as well. And then you can mix up the protein to have options for both for, for, you know, for everybody. Um, we also actually side note, Sophia did gluten-free for a bit in my um, family because we were had a scare that my son was celiac, had celiac. So we actually did a year of gluten-free. So we were gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, and omnivore and, uh, for a year in my house. So I really had to, you know, get, get very skilled at coming up with meals that could accommodate. And so like, I know you talk about component meals and making different components of things. Yes. Um, I do the same thing. I love food bars. I think they're a great way to make sure every, also to give control to everybody to, and help them teach themselves, like what, how much food to put on their plate. You know, everyone can make their own sushi bowl, you know, they can make their own, um, uh, chili bowls or whatever it is. We have all sorts of different ones. We did chili bowls last night, um, different ways. And right now with the summer upon us, I'm super excited about like these like main course kind of like salad type meals that I'm doing. And then I'll do grilled, different grilled protein options. And so, you know, whether it's um, this year we did, a, or this year, this week we did a fajita salad and I just had two 
different proteins and two different cheeses, but the main salad was the same, all these veggies and the dressing. So it's, it doesn't have to be overwhelming, I guess is what I wanted to share because it really felt like that at the beginning for me, because I was not only trying to figure out how to feed my family, I was trying to figure out how to feed myself. And once I shifted that mindset of that restrictive, oh no, what can I eat now? And also shifted away from that standard American diet plate, whatever they call that, I forget, you know, that plate we grow up with that they show us in school. Once I changed that, you know, what the plant plate looks like, it, it really kind of helped to figure out, oh, this doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be restrictive. It can actually be very inclusive and fun to make it work for everybody. And actually, um, so that actually the my plate guidelines have changed. And the new my plate, if you look at the plate, um, the half of the plate is vegetables and fruits, a quarter of the plate is grains, and only a quarter of the plate is protein. So um, yeah, the my plate has actually changed uh, recently, I just I when I went through my health coach certificate, um, I learned all about it. So they overall as a whole, like we are moving away towards meat center diet. So um, and that's like a really great, um, great, uh, just, uh, uh, um, um, I was going to say example. That's a great example yeah. as to how things have changed and how they've completely changed what they believe, um, should happen. So, um, it's, it's awesome because they have like a full, you know, all this whole graphic and they have all about, if you look up the new, my plate guidelines, um, it's just very different now. And I think people are starting to understand that plants are important, um, really important. So, yes. um, um, yeah, so well, that makes me happy to hear. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, I love it. Like we do the, like you said, we do the, um, component meals and, and, and build your owns all the time. Like the taco bars. Um, one thing we actually do a lot of, which is really fun is, um, nacho night where I take two, um, I take uh, cookie sheets and we put down um, parchment paper and you can even do it with like pizza pans. Like if you have individual pizza plans or whatever, but we do just two cookie sheets and we put chips down and then I let the kids build one sheet of nachos and then we build another one. And then like, you know, depending on what we want, we, you can even do half and half and then we bake them and then we eat them right off the cookie sheet. We don't even like, have plates. It's amazing. <laughs> Yum. I love that. I love nacho yeah. night too. Yeah. Do, so you could do. Yes. I love no, it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I love that's exactly like my kind of meal too, because you can do two sheets, one without vegan, one without cheese is normally what I do. I save it all the avocado instead. I take my, or you could do vegan cheese and then one that they do like with their, you know, one for the, the, the vegan veg and one for the, the plant eaters, but, or the non-plant eaters. But I also wanted to say was like, I have got, we, with taco night, we used to do uh, a turkey um, protein filling and then we had the vegan bean filling and over like a couple like this is like years ago because this is something we've done for years every Tuesday my parents come over and it's taco Tuesday and I remember a couple of like months maybe it was weeks I don't even remember it's so long ago 
my kids saying, you know, mom, my dad would make the turkey filling and I would make the other filling. And they, they all said, you know, mom, we're all just eating the beans. So I don't think you need to make the turkey anymore. And so you might be surprised too, of like things, you know, definitely my, my non plant eaters, like they have, they like chicken, there's things that they like, but you might be surprised by introducing things of how it evolves too. Like I'm thinking about nachos is why this makes me think of it. I'm landing the plan. I promise is that I don't even have to do two proteins. It's just the cheese that I have to have the two sheets for everybody. Just we yes. do a bean filling. So, or topping. So, you know, you never know like um, how things, you know, you know, of course, when we do burgers, they're beyond burgers. Half of us eat my husband, like I said, eats beyond burger, but the other two kids, they want their regular burgers. So, and that's okay. But you never know what's going to stick. And I just think being open and reintroducing things like anything, any food that, you know, is a healthy food, um, just some more exposure and making it fun. Like how fun for your kids, Sophia, like that, you know, you're eating off the sheet pan, like it's just fun, you know? Yes, totally. Well, and it's true. I mean, I have so many friends that like when they come over, um, it just depends on the time, but like, yeah, beans are like a big part of our diet here because we're in Southern California and Mexican is like a staple. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like people necessarily, when you're making anything Mexican, people don't necessarily need the meat, you know? Um, so yeah, there's just so much you can do. And I think the key thing for what you said that came off to me, I think as a main is that you have to remember that everyone has different opinions and different views and, we have to respect each other, whether you want to, or you don't um, we have to respect each other, you know, and I know a lot of people, some of you listening might be like, well, I just can't respect somebody that does that. Well, then you do you, but you also can't, it is also not your right to um, be rude or disrespectful to somebody else. Like you don't want right. to, respect. you know, you, you, then you go ahead, don't be around that person. But um, it's going to be a rough life if you can't learn to live with people that think differently than you. Hey, exactly. And that's the point, right? So yeah, how, how are you going to run a family like that? Too, yeah, exactly. You know? So, um, but I have absolutely loved having you. This was a great conversation. I think you gave some great tips to people. I know that there's people out there struggling with this because I've had them ask me about, you know, how do I do it? You know, my husband, I remember I had a um, actually a reader once that was devastated that her, that she, I get in my, from what I think, I feel like she was forcing the vegan diet on her and her husband. And she found out her husband was like eating meat when he would go out with like his work buddies and she was (laughs) devastated. And I say, and for me, um, I feel like the devastation, it really is really need to step back and look at yourself because clearly your husband was trying to tell you something, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that's like being, there's so many things to be devastated about in this world. And I think, you know, compromising on foods and making it work like you have is the least of, you know, you should be worried about, like, it's possible. You can live. Exactly. Exactly. Amen um, to that. (laughs) Totally. But if you guys are listening, um, make sure to look at the notes, uh, the blog post write up and um, take a look at Stephanie and all of her stuff. She has some amazing stuff, meal prepping to totally help with, you know, like we talked about all the different options when it comes to feeding a family, you do not have to be a restaurant and a short order cook. Both of us <laughs> are living proof of that. Yes. Yay, um, yay. 
but I appreciate you being on here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank um, you for having me, Sophia. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. So much fun as always. Um, and I appreciate all of you guys listening. If you love the podcast, I would so appreciate a rate and review on the Purple app. Um, it really helps me get more guests on. The more my podcast has um, is out there, the more rates and reviews it can get. And the more other people will want to come on so I can share great info for all of you. So thanks for listening and being supportive. And make sure you join me next time when I'm actually gonna, going to talk a little bit about um, being a plant-based parent on um, my next episode. And um, also, if you're interested in our plant-based parents um, classes, make sure to let us know. I'm going to have the link up on my page. Stephanie will have some stuff up on her page. And get on there and get in on it and join us because they're going to be awesome. Thanks, everybody. Yay.